0: family. Good morning once again. Hey, uh, today I'm going to share with you and allow you to experience some of my meditation time with the Father God through Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, I remember when I was younger, I used to hear some of the saints in church talk about spending time with the Lord or I was in prayer or they would make statements like the Lord spoke to me and many times they didn't go into detail about what that meant, um, something they did, things they learned over the years that were in line with the Word of God and some that were not. As I got older, I began to understand that Many of the saints, they knew very few information from the Word of God because of either not understanding the archaic writings of the King James Bible, not fully understanding uh, certain things that were mentioned in the Bible, understanding the culture of the Eastern world as the Bible was written from, when we live in the Western world, and things of that nature. And this is not to put them in a bad light, but it was something to show, and I see today kind of the same thing when I visit the Hispanic church, um, churches that are pastored by pastors from Africa. Um, One good friend of mine uh, I met, uh, he's from Ghana, And most of his congregation is from there. I've even been to what would be called predominantly white churches that may have a mixture of people. And one common thing I see through all of the ethnicities is that people are worshiping God on the level that they have been taught. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, and God will meet us where we're at, and I thank God for that. The thing I want to share with you today, which is so, so important, and I find this in the Bible, particularly you'll read about it if you read the book of Acts, is that after Jesus was crucified on this earth, according to the biblical account, was buried, resurrected, resurrected ascended to heaven, he had mentioned something about a person called the Holy Spirit to his disciples. And he said to them, now, when I leave you, check this out, I'm going to send another one talking about the Holy Spirit, which is just like me. Now, if you break that down, and you want to know, okay, what do you mean it's just like Jesus? Is it going to look like him? Is it going to talk like him? If you want to know what Jesus was like, go back and read the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, um, the Gospels. that What we call traditionally in the New Testament. And they tell the story... Of things that Jesus did uh, Their experiences with him How he moved How he functioned on the earth He was telling them And really reminding them He says those things that you saw me do When we were together You know for those three and a half years I'm sending A representative back here Called the Holy Spirit I'm not going to leave you out here By yourself so this was just a great experience But I'm sending The Holy Spirit, some say Holy Ghost, but I'm sending one just like me and he, he's going to be a teacher to you. He's going to be a guide when you don't know what to do. He says, look, don't ask me for anything. Ask my father in heaven in my name and he'll give it to you through and by the power of the Holy Spirit that will now live within you. That is so important. I want you to get that because God desires to lead you, to guide you every single day in every area of your life through the power, through the voice, through the thoughts, ideals, and suggestions of the Holy Spirit. Scripture does not tell us to beg God for anything. It doesn't tell us to be begging Jesus. I've heard many men in leadership and women in leadership, I don't know who they're praying to because they hit everybody, Father, the Word, the Holy Spirit, and according to the Bible, maybe not according to your tradition, but according to the Bible, God has given us the pattern of how to pray. So maybe if your prayers are not being answered, Maybe, you know, it could be one, you're praying out of order, or it could be unresolved sin and unforgiveness in your life. The Bible points out many things, but I wanted to share that with you. Now, this morning, what i am decided to do, and I haven't done this in a while, I'm going to pray not only for someone, but I'm going to pray with someone also, and I'm just going to share with you um prayers word for word and some through songs that have blessed my life and it even helps me to meditate and even it allows god to speak to me through songs and the words of the song why do i say that's important because everything we are supposed to watch and be careful of and to decide if it's good for me or bad for me what i am hearing what i'm looking at um it could be sounds smells everything that deals with my senses i have to be very choosy and not allow just anything to come in as it wants to and have its own way so what i'm going to start off doing i'm going to uh just pray a morning dedication prayer and i'm gonna this is going to be the first one but i'm but I'm going to pray different other prayers also. So I not only want you to listen, but even after you hear the prayer, look, you add in your personal name, your personal families, those things that are near and dear to you. As I said, we're praying together, and I want you, first of all, to speak to the Father in heaven for yourself. The second thing I want you to be mindful of And even ask the Father, say, Father, is there any sin that is separating me from you in my life in any area? Oh, yes, people can call you leader, uh, brother, sister, pastor, whatever. However, let me tell you something. According to the scripture, everyone who is a believer and who has accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior, according to the Bible, Let me tell you something else you are, according to the Bible. You are a minister. No, I'm not talking about it's how you dress, it's how you conduct and live your life through the scriptures. The Bible calls us ministers of reconciliation, reconciling the world, how? Back to Jesus Christ. So that simply means everywhere you go, If it's your family, uh, the workplace, you are supposed to be showing a dying world what Jesus Christ is like. How do you do it? You do it by your conduct. Or the Bible says that your testimony, which is really your lifestyle. It doesn't mean that you have to have it all together together. But you should be in process, because you know what that does? That shows mankind, hey, I don't have to be perfect, but if I am striving every day to please my Father in heaven and not trying to please mankind in front of me, he'll work with me. Where does it say that we're ministers of reconciliation? That's in 2 Corinthians 5, uh, verses 11 and 12. Why? So you have to understand, God gave you his spirit when he saved you, and it was for a purpose. That purpose was not just for you to continue to be nasty, uh, gaslight people with your lies, to look good, uh, to be revengeful, to be a backstabber, all to get to heaven and talk in Christianese amongst other people. If someone asks you, um, are you married? The first thing that come comes out of your mouth is some Christianese. I'm married to Jesus. Well, there's nowhere in scripture where Jesus married anybody. So how are you married to Jesus? Unless his name is Jesus. I don't know. But how are you married to Jesus when that's not in scripture? See, we need to stop quoting and talking in Christianese things that we've heard and start living out through our lives, in every area, what the Word of God says. All right, so let me just get into the prayer, and I'm also going to just uh, flow with uh, some of my favorite worship songs. And I don't own the rights to any of this music, um, so I'm not trying to take credit for anything. I'm just sharing with you. So I'm going to pray. The first prayer is going to be a morning dedication song. Here we go. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for providing unlimited anointing and every blessing. You've given me all things that pertain to life and godliness. I ask you to be my life. I thank you for not only being my life, but I want you to be all that you are in me from now on. I consider my old self, the deeds, and my ways of thinking dead and buried. I receive you as my wisdom, my righteousness, and my redemption. Father, I ask you to be my perfection and love through me. Many are hard to love, and I can't do it myself, but love through me. Speak and teach your words through me. I thank you for the spirit of wisdom and discernment. And today, I will continue to walk by faith and not by sight. Because you told me in your word that without faith, it is impossible to please you. Father, minister to your people that I meet through me. Pray and take authority through me and perform miracles through me. I thank you, my Father, because you are the most high. You're the almighty God. I believe from now on I can do all things through Christ. That strengthens me. You have not put a ceiling on me. You have not limited me. You have not caged me up in a box. Yes, mankind will do that. But you have made nothing to be impossible to me because I'm in Christ and Christ is in me. Again, I consider my old self already crucified, dead, and buried. I consider my new life which is Jesus' life, to be risen, ascended, seated, glorified in Jesus Christ who sits at the right hand of the Father in the throne room of heaven. I am reigning in this, Lord Jesus, and I thank you for reigning through me. I allow you to live your life in me, in this world as my life. I thank you. For hearing my prayer this day. Father, because I believe I can do all things through Christ. And that I am not only able to do all things through Christ, but that I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God and that you call me friend. And Father, I thank you that I'm a friend and not an enemy. For you told me that the way I make myself an enemy is by doing the opposite of what your word tells me to do father i thank you and i repent of anything right now that is standing between my relationship with you and is breaking that fellowship i thank you for it in jesus name Hearing my prayer amen that's my morning dedication y'all now let me just uh i'm just i want you to listen to the words of this song because we're gonna oh gosh we're gonna even speak to the father even more all right here's one of my favorite art, artists it's called um let your glory fill this place sung by a young man named gary oliver um, i heard years ago let me share this with you okay <laughs>
1: Of your presence, it's manifest love, it's Shekinah in my temple that makes things below like things above. You're enthroned on the praises in the day. your fragrance fills me up Lord I pray it overflows and let your glory fill this place let your glory fill this place Lord our hearts are prepared for And your love we have embraced. Now Holy Spirit, take control. Let this place be your abode. And let your glory fill this place. Begin to set upon each face for the train of your garments. My temple, they are filled, and I cry, Holy, 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 as a your love we have embraced, Holy Spirit, just take control and let this place be yours.
0: My goodness. All right, look, I, I'm not going to be here long. Let me uh, share with you one more song, but I'm going to just do a little teaching here real quick. Many times uh, someone will say, I've prayed and I haven't received the healing in my body. Or it seems like my prayers are not being manifested. They're not, nothing's happening. I'm going to go over uh, seven things that I've learned and that I've studied that can be blocking your prayers, and you may not know why, so write these down, examine them for yourselves, look at your own life, ask Father, your Father God in prayer, say, hey, please reveal to me what's going on, and I'm going to give you scripture for these. Okay, According to the Bible, let's go, the Bible says that we are to judge ourselves, but what I'm about to share with you, please do not use this material to judge other people or to walk into a room or amongst your family or your husband, your spouse, and have um, being suspicious and pointing out everything that they do. That is being what the Bible calls an accuser of the brother, and that's what the enemy does. This is so important that you examine your life, your actions, your obedience in the light of the Word of God. So the Bible tells us we are to judge ourselves. Let me give you scripture for that. That's in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 31. You study it for yourself. Okay, so let's get into it. Here's something, number one, that could be blocking your prayers that they're not even effective all you're doing is just shouting words out and saying stuff and screaming um, and it's not even leaving the room one is a lack of knowledge of God's word lack of knowledge of God's word scripture for that is Hosea chapter 4 6 it says that we're destroyed because of lack of knowledge and this lack of knowledge will have a lack of faith since faith comes by hearing, Romans 10, 17, and hearing by the word of God. So it could be you have a lack of knowledge of God's word that you're going to have to gain more um, knowledge and also believe his word is true. Let me say this here. A lot of people can quote the Bible, but I've also noticed and observed, even as a child growing up, and as I got closer around them, outside of the church, um, they really called God a liar by their actions, and they really wonder why the scriptures don't work. What do I mean by that? I've seen, um, as a little boy, I remember seeing some people, I would go to the houses of my friends, and the parents would say they were Christians, but at the same time, they were practicing uh, Freemasonry, basing um, their life on the horoscope reading that was in the newspaper at the time, entertaining psychics, um, some practicing uh, spiritualism, uh, voodoo. Look, God, the God of the Bible is not someone who will share his glory with another. If you don't believe that, read the Ten Commandments. He says... I'm going to be God, and I'm going to be God alone. Okay? My lifestyle that I'm giving you, he said to his people, it doesn't include everybody else and every other God that you want to add along to your life. No, I don't go for that. It's me and me alone. So consider that. Here's number two. Lack of knowledge of who the real enemies are and how to take authority over them. Lack of knowledge of who the real enemy is. We're fighting people, but not the influence, the spirit behind them. Now, here's some scripture for that. I'll give you a couple. John 10.10. And also Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11 to 18. Let me give you one more. James 4 and 7. Okay, I'm going to move quickly because my time is going short. And um, I'm going to end just praising God. So I just want to prep you real quick. Here's number three. And after three, I'm just going to give you two more. Lack of knowledge of who we are in Christ. What does that mean? If you don't know what the Bible and scriptures say about who you are in Christ, and you are living your life according to what others say about you, this is probably why your prayers aren't being answered. Now, let me say this here. If others are saying that you have no integrity, you're a liar, look, if more than one person is saying it, yes, you need to stop and examine your life. But here's some scripture for what the Bible tells us who we are in Christ. Uh, you can read St. John uh, chapter 14, verse 20, and also Hebrews 2.11. Okay, let me give you one other reason, and i am <laughs> we're going to get out of here. Why are my prayers not being answered? Well, it could be that you are what the Bible calls double-minded. Double-mindedness. That means I can't make a decision. I'm going back and forth. One moment I'm up. One moment I'm down. I have people in my ear um, talking to me, and I fly off my emotions. Look, what is wrong with you? that you keep flying off your emotions like this. Look, you're 40 years old. Get it together. You're supposed to have the mind of Christ. And let me give you scripture for that. James in the New Testament, chapter one, verses six to eight. And also Romans chapter eight, verses five and seven. Okay, so you study those things for yourself. Um, If you're mad at me, I don't care. That's okay. You'll be okay. I'm going to be free. But we're going to get into, I'm going to share with you just one last song that um, we used to sing at my church growing up. Like I said, I don't own the rights to this music. But I want to share with you a part of the black church, Pentecostal church in America, and... What it was like. So I really love doing this because a lot of my white friends will say to me, wow, y'all got down. Um, My church was nothing like this. I grew up in this particular church, this particular denomination. And that's why I tell people, if you really want to grow even more, get around other people who don't look like you who are not and see the beauty and experience the gifts that God has also given to others to glorify him. Okay. So here we go. You ready? I'm going. And you enjoy the rest of your day. I can draw what
1: I'm thinking about. I can draw what I'm thinking about. I can draw what I'm thinking about. about You don't know like I know. Let me sing some of this. Come on down, baby. Come on, man. Come sing.
0: Excuse me, you I gotta get up today.